This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. That's a different. That's different. Rose gold is getting there, though. It's you know they love that rose. It is getting there. Come on, (laughs) it is not that bubblegum, that bubblegummy color. Just up top, let's remember to be gentle on the tabletop. Oh yeah, you guys. Is this a permanent thing now? Have you guys moved off the couch to your kitchen table? Well, no, we just keep having laundry on the couch. Yeah. Oh. It just keeps filling up with laundry. You know, we keep putting the laundry away, and then what? There's new oh, laundry. laundry. <laughs> and it has to sit on the couch for a day to cure, Jeez. and then you put it away. <laughs> I'm dead. We all know that. Come on. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I, leave, I know. I, I've got laundry because – you know, Philip, my husband, being from Germany, he loves to hang the laundry on those racks, like those little wiry. Slam that down on the table. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, watch the table, Jinx. Uh, oh, that was Tucker. Ah! I love it. That was me. Uh-huh. Good one. Yeah. I did it. Anyway, yeah. Philip will Sorry. have that laundry. Sorry, he hangs stuff on the- yeah, he'll have that laundry up in that hanger for like days and days. And I'm like, hey. Oh. Uh, yeah. Time to well, I have baskets of laundry that I haven't folded, and Jinx knows about these baskets of laundry. That's where all the clothes are, and yet she'll still come to me and be like, "Henry can't find any underwear," <laughs> and I'll be like, "It's in all the clothes in the baskets." I know, but it just seems so <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. For some reason, I just can't get all the laundry in those drawers right when they're supposed to get in there. <sighs> No, it's, it's like it needs a so period daunting. to just rest. It really does. We also have, and you might you might come across this as you uh, raise your your young one. Yeah, uh, that you get a lot of uh, you know if you have friends that have babies or whatever, they give you the, all the clothes. Oh, mm-hmm. we've already got they go bags clothes of clothes, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have lots of clothes that we could throw away, uh-huh. but you know. It takes like a conscious effort to be like, okay, we got to go through and get rid. Like we got to sit down, go through all the clothes, and see what actually fits. Right, oh. and you have to do that like every three weeks or every four weeks or so to keep up. And we yeah. don't do that. Yeah, and so we've got clothes that need to go, but we just keep folding them, putting them back, throwing fancy. Things <laughs> they go back in the laundry. It's just, a vicious it's just a big cycle. Oh, man. Oh, I love it. They're just caught in there forever. <laughs> yeah. 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 No one ever wears them. Uh-huh. This is a new dimension of reality that I didn't know a yeah. thing could get caught in. Yeah. Yep. Fascinating. Yep. Yep. Fascinating. Anyway, we're not here to talk about no, we're not here to our talk laundry. About <laughs> no. Or, to, or no. portals to other dimensions. Mm-mm. Right. I hope. Not. I mean, maybe later. <laughs> not right now. 
<laughs> We're here to talk about Three's Company, mm, for starters. Yeah. Um, what is this? Is this season four? Yeah. Episode seven. Wow. Getting in there. Getting in there. Old, it feels like we just started season four. Old folks right, at home. In. Oh, my gosh. Old folks at this home. Is this is not what I thought this was going to be. Although I got, I think I got a little close. I got like, I got it like a hair close. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is what happened. What well, fill us in. Let's see. You said that Chrissy's grandparents visit. Uh-huh. Okay. And but Jack has a huge school thing he's got to prepare for, and Janet has a huge work thing she's got to prepare for. It's just bad time to have guests, and the the old people are uh, overbearing. Maybe I don't know. And they try getting uh, Lana to come over to try to scare them off, but that doesn't work. They try to get. Uh, Furley to come up, but then he hits it off with them, mm. and uh, that's that's what I got. Great episode. Well, I did get I did get the old uh, older person who comes to visit and doesn't want to leave uh, thing correct. Yeah, yeah, you got that. Mm-hmm. You got that. There part. we go. Yeah. There we go. There you go. All right. Now, well. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm noticing on IMDb. They have like stars. What are the stars like? So user rating. User ratings. Yeah. This one's pretty low. Fascinating. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, let's, All right. Moving let's on. Just, should we get into it? Do yeah. we need to speak more preamble for this? No. no it's just. Um, okay. Let's do it. Let's just go on in. Let's see how well I remember it from last night. <laughs> with these notes. Okay. All right, so we start in the kitchen. Jack's always cooking a chicken. Yeah, he's and, cooking a chicken. Uh, he's going to take a chicken. Going to take a chicken. Like his mother taught him. Like my mama taught okay. me. Okay. So he's getting some butter. He's going to butter the chicken, and he's reaching into the chicken. Mm-hmm. And Furley comes bursting into the kitchen, <laughs> making... Jack fists the chicken. God bless. That's how we start. He just jams his hand He's right through. All the way through it. The entire chicken. You know. It's uh, hilarious. We did it, so that's not where we started out on Pluto TV. We, we come in. God damn Yeah, it. we missed this whole bit. You missed that a whole bit because it was cool. When they come in, does he still have the chicken on his own? No, it's Mr. Furley starts out by okay. saying something about his roses. Something about my roses is what he's saying. Yeah, so yeah, he comes in and he wants he, he wants to know if Jack has some coffee. Right, there it is. And he says, Well, I just threw out our coffee grounds that we used, and he's like, Can I have them for my roses? My prize roses. His prize. Which I'm like, what prize? At the fair. You just moved in. <laughs> Yeah. What prize are you winning on these roses that have been growing all season? All season. All three weeks that he's lived there. Right. Right. <sighs> okay. And so Jack gives him the coffee grounds. And uh, and he goes to leave and he exits the kitchen and the girls are coming in the apartment. And uh, they have a whole thing where – Furley's like, I'm not going to tell you what's going on because then you're going to say this and then she's going to say something stupid. And, and he like lays out the whole formula. Yeah, he basically lays out the whole Janet Chrissy formula. Yeah, right there. And then Janet, you know, sets something up, and Chrissy uh, 
delivers some punchline and proving his point. He says, see, I told you. You know, it's so funny, right? <laughs> because so they wrote the cheesy lines and the bad jokes with the dumb setup and the even worse punchline. And we're like, oh, no, we're too good to do that. We have even dumber ones waiting for you on the other side of the dumb ones that we're going to pretend like we didn't just. It's so crazy when they do stuff like this. I don't like last <laughs> week when like Chrissy predicted the future. I'm like, what? I oh, <coughs> come on, Mister Burley's gonna call him. Then he called him like because the script said he won. What are we doing? <coughs> do we all know we're on television? Do we? Um, <laughs> it feels like we do. Um. So the girls, Furley leaves, the girls go to the kitchen, and Jack's like, girls, girls, what are you doing tomorrow night? And they're like, why? And he's like, because it's my night to have that apartment, and I have the world's most gorgeous girl, Nancy Norwood. Nancy Over Norwood. for dinner. What a name. <laughs> <laughs> and they hate her. They they're hate Nancy they're both Norwood. like, Nancy, no, oh, she's awful. She oh. sounds awful. Why is she awful? What <laughs> she did does. she do? I can't remember. I can't remember. What are they Because they're like, horrible. oh, she's terrible. She's, they, they, call, she's snobby. they say she does all sorts of backhanded things. She's snobby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Okay. Well, ding dong. Okay. Chaos at the door. So Chrissy goes and... Uh, they Janet and Jack stay in the kitchen. Chrissy goes, and there's an old man with a suitcase. And he's looking for the manager of the building. And eventually he comes on inside, has a seat, and lights up a smoke. And why don't you tell us about this week's main paddockins? Well, well, well. This first of all, this well, is a this is a show with a thousand paddockins, but uh this uh, but this first one is veteran TV actor J. Pat O'Malley, uh, who was born in 1904 in Burnley, England, wow. and came to the U oh to okay. the U.S. Uh, at the outbreak of World War II. Uh, he went to work on Broadway in the 40s and 50s, and then was on on television uh, for decades after that. And first, in fact, his first. Um, well, let's say this. He is the most celebrated actor we've had in terms of credits here on the show so far. Uh, he has 245 oh, screen credits running a span from 1940 to 1982. Uh, and, and you'll know him. Now, he did actually a lot of voice work and, in fact, is very well known for playing uh, uh, some characters in 101 Dalmatians. Uh, also in Disney's The Jungle Book and in Alice in Wonderland. And he played several voices in each one of those films. But um, but also forget that. I mean, he was just on, on TV on just uh, every show that you can possibly think, think of. He began in 1940 on a show called Captain Caution. Uh, and then yeah, that's in 1940. Uh, Wait, I couldn't even think of it's that. It's got to be a movie, right? Because I mean, when does TV start? He's in. Is it Lassie Come Home in 1943? 
Oh, and then the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad um, in 1949, mm. as well as the Wind in the Willows. Jesus. Yeah. Um, he is in uh, after everything. I mean, he's, yeah, in, he's, everything. Flipping, he's in everything. I, I don't even know where to yeah, start. I, I knew when we saw him. I spy. You can't. When we saw he's him, in I was everything. Like, I was like, this guy is the someone. Mickey Mouse this Club. Is 18 so episodes of the Mickey Mouse Club, for instance. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock presents on, like a whole the Untouchables. But what do, why do I know him just from like just from him everywhere? It looks like he's on an entire season of Mod. Yes, like he's oh, on twenty-two episodes. Yeah, he's on the Jim Backus show, Perry Mason. Um, I don't even know the Andy Griffith show. Quincy, yeah, My Three Sons. You watch Quincy. My Favorite Martian. You watch Quincy, Mary. Poppins? My favorite Margarine. <laughs> oh, he's one of the drummers in the in the little band when they go into the sidewalk and, and they do the dance with, with the with the little penguins and then after that they do the pearl band. Anyway, he's one of the voices for that little band in Mary Poppins when her <laughs> oh, oh Mary Poppins. Super califragilistic. Oh. Okay. He's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. voices of the, of yes, the, of the little sense. drummer that uh, is in that band. And oh, I know he's on Bewitched. He's on Hogan's Heroes, The Mod Squad, uh, The Brady Bunch, Bonanza. I'm gonna skip ahead, like. Like okay. to the 80s, yeah. he's in Barney What's Miller, Fantasy Island. Last, and his last TV appearance is on Taxi, but this guy is a heavyweight. That's awesome. Wow. Oh my God, his last credit is like, let's say 1983. Mm-hmm. So he was on television for 43 years. All of television? All of television, girl. And, and, and uh, yeah, I just I find that uh, it's just it just like wow, it's like one of those again, you know, these people that just live rent free in our living rooms and television sets. Yeah, they're just in our brain. They're just there. This is just a guy we grew up with. Because he seemed so familiar, yeah. like it seemed like I should know who he was when he entered. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, J J you Pat know, like O'Malley. It seemed like oh, this guy. That was his job. Yeah. Just to disappear to other things. There you go. That's true. But, you know. Wow. All right. <clears throat> well, he's our, uh, he's the uh, titular old folk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the episode. <laughs> so by this point, he dies in 1985 at the age of 80, I see. Um, so at this point, he's like. On his way his, out. Yeah, he's sure, in his sure. 70s already. Um, Wait, he's only in his 70s? Well, he lives to 80. But, I mean, he seems like he's in his 80s. Yeah, he does. Well, yeah, yeah it's 1979. Right, right. People were older. And this guy probably right. lived pretty okay. He is. <laughs> probably ate a lot of red meat, <laughs> smoked a lot of cigars, drank a lot of drinks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's living. That's how men live. That's how men lived. Sure, sure. And died at 80. That's not bad. Not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. So nice but he one. enjoyed it. There you go. I'm, I'm projecting onto him whatever mm-hmm. I want I get it that. to be. I get that. Uh, anyway, so yeah. 
he's so he comes in, he sits down, he starts smoking. Chrissy gets him a, an ashtray, and uh, which just seeing smoking on television is weird now to me. Right. So it just stood out. Like I was like, oh, there's he's smoking. Like he didn't even <sighs> pretend like he wasn't like how they do on things now when they try to smoke on TV. Right. Oh, sidebar. Uh, you know, skip ahead if you don't want to hear it. But we watched my best friend's wedding the other you day. You and Jinx? And like, oh, yeah. 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 And uh, Julia Roberts is like just lighting up. Oh, she's smoking, smoking the whole public time. Public indoors. Really? It's like, wow. In hotels and banks. What year was that? That's got to be the 90s. It was yes. the 90s. Wow. We're still smoking into Anything? the 90s. Fascinating. Oh, oh my yeah. my um. Dude. Freshman year in college, there yeah. were still ashtrays mounted on the hallways of the building. Right. Do you remember those? Oh, my God. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Just like those like stainless steel weirdo had, ashtrays like everywhere. Yeah, that were just stuck to yeah. the wall. And I had an ashtray on my desk at my first law firm that I worked at. You know, that used to be a thing that you would yeah, buy for yeah. your house. Oh, yes, yeah. everybody had an ashtray or more. Times have really you changed. You were just recently back in southern Ohio. Yeah. Did you go into Kentucky? People still can you still smoke indoors there? Because they could when we left in Kentucky. I'm yeah, sure you Kentucky, can. Kentucky still, yeah. still fine. I'm sure you can. <clears throat> anyway, okay, yeah. Just to you know how how funny it is that we've, yeah, just, we've adapted so much that seeing people smoking now is it's weird. Bizarre. It's so weird. And to it's see weird. them smoking in someone's house. Yeah. It just felt so strange to me. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So Chrissy's like, you know what? You just relax, sir. And <laughs> Stranger smoking yeah. in my house. He says he's <laughs> looking for an apartment. He, you know, he can't find found a bunch where he can't afford them. And uh, so she offers to go look for Furley real quick, and she runs out the open front door. And this is when Jack and Janet um, come from the kitchen through the room, and they're bickering about whatever. I don't even know I don't what they're talking what about. They were fighting about. Uh, but they go like right through the room. Not noticing him, of course. Oh, Jack and, 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 and Janet. Janet. Yeah. 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 And so then they're like, uh, who are you? Oh, but, like, you know, but they got a lot out of it because they both go into their rooms and there's like a beat and he's like just smoking. And then they both yeah. come yeah. back yeah. out and then and the they crowd goes back out. Wild. I'm like, it's a yeah. great visual. I'm not going to lie. It was a great little like, bing, yeah. bing, bing. <laughs> It's pretty good. Yeah. Crowd goes nuts. Crowd loves things. They've been stuck in. <laughs> I was going to say. Reminds me of that one episode where Tucker. They just want something. Tucker was like, they're just glad to be out of the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, they're, they're just glad for something to be happening. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so Chrissy comes back and she hasn't found. Furley, and she suggests, hey, while you're looking for an apartment, why don't you just stay with us? Oh, we got plenty of room. 
fucking Chrissy. Listen. Right? I would lose my shit. Yeah. I would lose my shit if someone was just like a stranger just walked yeah. up to my door and my roommate was like, you can stay with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I... Uh, it's crazy. And Jack's like, Chrissy, can I talk you to know, you for I a thought, minute? Yeah, reasonably I thought still. Chrissy would like reference her dad being uh, you know, a pastor and showing charity. And she didn't mention any of that. Mm-hmm. No. no. Do you remember you well, you don't remember, you weren't there, but Michael, when we were in New York. He just let those Germans stay in our hotel room. What? What? Yeah, these oh, these Germans, I said, uh, like they were. These two German kids that were just traveling in the United States thought they could camp in Central Park. Oh, my God. So they had what are you th- to camp can- in Central Park. What? What year was this? Yes. Oh, my God. This was 97. No, you cannot camp in Central Park in 1997. No. No, you cannot. No, you can't. And they they thought they could, and they had a bunch of gear, and they were just, like, wandering the streets. And Mike was like, you can stay here. And I was like, listen, I'll be staying across the hall with our friends. (laughs) I'll be staying over here. Wow. That's where I'll be staying while you stay with the strange Germans that didn't speak any English. On top of everything. Oh, my God. (sighs) We didn't speak any German. Ridiculous. Guten bye. Anyway, I would be furious, and I was. Okay, moving on. Okay. So Jack's like, come to the kitchen. He's like, are you crazy? And she's like, well, then you go tell him he can't stay here. Fine. You go tell that poor little old man that he can't stay here. Mm -hmm. Jack's like, fine, I will. Mm -hmm. So he goes back out there. And then uh, Leo just lays it on real thick, and Jack feels all guilty. He knows where he's, you know, not wanted yeah. and all that bullshit. Yeah. And so finally, they're all like, "Okay, you should stay here." No, please, Never. we want you to. And then he's like, and then they're like, "Well, you can stay on the couch." He's like, on the couch? What kind of I'm a guest. are you? Yeah. So then, that leads us to later, Jack's room. Jack's in bed, and Leo Moran is in his pajamas coming to get into bed with Jack. Wow. And he's... Saying he wants this side of the bed, and Jack's like, I've never, I always had this side of the bed. Never my whole life have I ever been on the other side of the bed. <sighs> Since I was a child, I've slept on this side of the bed. I never slept on the other side of the bed. And he says, Well, I just need to be closest to the bathroom. So he scooches right on over. Yeah, jumps right over. And the crowd. Loves it. Goes nuts. Loves it. They're all they're all just drinking tabs. No, tab didn't have any sugar in it. Oh, they're all drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I just that's Uh, why tab was so great. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out, like, as I'm watching this, like, 
I don't like this this older man character. Wait, what's his name again? Jim? No. Leo, Leo Moran. Moran. I, I, I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for here because it seems so crazy to me that the kids would let this stranger, total stranger, into their home to spend the night. And then on top of that, to share a bed with Jack. Like, okay. But, like, right? I don't get it. Like, I, I don't get why... Because he's so annoying, this 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 Leo Moran is so annoying that I, it's completely unbelievable to me that they would put up with a guy like this. Yes, and he's not just annoying. He and I'm sorry to say it, he's one of those old men who is such an old man that you could tell by looking at him that he smelled just a little bit like. Me. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? No, if, the old men that smell like lamb. Now, if he had, you know, come, let's say Leo Moran showed up to visit his, so, his army buddy, Ralph Furley, okay? And Mr. Sure, Furley, yeah, sure. uh, because the kids, you know, snatched his prize roses out of the garden, ends up like, you know, having to do an overnight to San Diego to get some more of these very special roses that he gets from this one nursery, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so now you're giving them Leo's so got to stay in, in the apartment and they're trying to make up to Mr. Furley for snatching his roses. And that's why they keep the old man. Then I can see like that the kids have to put up with him and have to make the best of the situation. But that wouldn't have taken that much tweaking to actually have all of those motivations be correct. Because so far, I'm just, I'm like, get rid of him. What are you doing? Yeah. I know. I You're not running a soup kitchen. <laughs> no. Uh. Well, first he wants Jack's side of the bed. Then he wants Jack's magazine. Yeah, then he just that. wants to talk. Which talk. was so weird. <laughs> And yeah, then they get in a fight about yeah. you know because he's annoying. It's all hell. Yeah, yeah, he's an annoying. Old and then the girls rush in, and yeah, and then he's like, "A man of my age needs his sleep." Yeah, like it's Jack keeping like him. It's Jack's fault. Yeah. Huh. This guy's no good. Did you clock the fact that the girls him, are in full going out makeup? Oh, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pantyhose. It was pantyhose too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. always in always. pantyhose. I just. Well, Janet is. I'm not. They don't even try to soften those looks up for. But because no. I guess if they had to do that, then they'd have to reapply, and they're probably just trying to make the day. But it's so crazy to see yeah. women. I hope like nobody thought that that's how women like go to bed with like a full face of I did stop I well it was so confusing because either women went to bed with a full face of makeup and then like woke up in the middle of the night and creeped to the bathroom and then splashed their face with a gallon of water because that's what every commercial taught us how to wash our faces and so and then creeped back to bed and then did it again and put makeup like on. Like creeped back out of bed before he woke up to get the makeup back. I am dead. I yeah. just cannot. And how many women did this? Something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is terrible. I don't know. But that's what I did. And I was like, well, maybe that's how they're doing it. 
horrendous. Because every TV show, they looked beautiful in the morning and beautiful at night. Oh. <laughs> also, we may have covered this before, but also we were led to believe that day to evening would be a huge, huge mm. issue for right. us. Well, and it was not. You know, times change. You know? Like, I don't think it was that either. <laughs> I think it, it probably was more of an issue. You think so? At some point. Like in the Melanie Griffith working girl <laughs> times? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Melanie Griffith. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, what's going okay. on? Okay. Um, so the girls leave. But I don't know where the hell. The girls leave. And. Oh, yeah. They're like, go to sleep like good little boys. And they mm-hmm. leave. So they go and they get into bed with each other. So then it's uh, the next day in the kitchen and the girls come in for breakfast and, oh, I don't remember how they, they must talk or something Jack and, there and they kind of. And, yo, they uh, do. Leo I says to Jack, um, you know, I, I'm sorry I, I called you stupid. And Jack says, okay, I'm sorry I called you old. And he, And then he says, you know, Jack, you're all right in my book. And uh, Jack just kind of smiles and he goes, you actually remind me a lot of myself when I was your age, only I was much more handsome. (laughs) Click, click. That whole click, click thing. It's just, it it gets resolved. It gets resolved. Like, (laughs) so there's just nothing at stake there's no reason yeah. it's just a, a stupid normal like so like weird. a banal conversation that has nowhere to go and nothing to do we're not pushing the story forward like i would rather they cut this dumb little part out than the you know the the having his putting his fist in the chicken <laughs> yeah but then they have to have that because even though it doesn't work but it's the only thing that bridges them fighting and being told to go right. back to bed to then this next scene where they're in the kitchen and Jack loves Leo. Yeah, it's true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So it's it's the purpose it serves, even though it sucks. It's like none of this makes any sense. No. This guy just wandered into their apartment, and this is the story. Yeah, and now, by God, he's won them all. I guess. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) So the girls come in to have breakfast, and... uh, Oh, my God. How do I get this? Okay. And then uh, he's like, yeah, Leo's great, blah, blah, blah. And then Leo... Comes into the apartments like anybody home, and they go out into the main area, and he has picked them some roses. Well, he's first he's just brought them some roses, yeah. and they assume he bought them. And they say you bought you bought you them? bought roses, he and said, he's no, like, I no, I picked them, and they smell like coffee. <laughs> That's what Chrissy says. <laughs> Oh, and uh, knock, 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 knock. Of course, it's for a open up. It's RF. RF. I know, but why? 
I don't know, but I remember he, he said, does say, but no one's yeah, ever yeah, called him that. I remember that. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, are you going to try to make this nickname happen? His own nickname. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's going to make it a thing. He's totally. just trying to give himself a nickname. And uh, they stand there looking like, oh, what do we do? And we go to commercial. Right. I was just like, I was just thinking, I was like, I know the commercial break is in this rose sequence somewhere, but okay. Great. Uh, Commercial break. uh, break. You had a commercial break. Oh, I just remembered earlier. Parquet. Butter. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> that was so oh, dumb. Shit. But like, whenever, whenever that would come up, like whenever that commercial would show on TV, like for the next few hours, I'm like butter, <laughs> butter. Oh yeah, parquet. Wait, what was parquet? Yeah, it was margarine. margarine. Yeah. Why do we have margarine? Because we thought it was healthier. Because it didn't have what, animal what, it, what was it made of? Vegetable oil is what most margarine is made out of. But then, you know, some of them didn't even have that. And then they were like plastic. That's what I thought. I feel like, right, because there were several brands of margarine. And ostensibly people bought margarine because it was cheaper than buying butter. And they thought it was better for you. They really did. Like in this time period, like in the 80s and 90s, that's when like, I remember the first big one was Promise Margarine. Oh, I remember Promise. That came out that was like heart healthy. Promise, it was heart healthy. Because it was like the, you know, they rebranded as like healthier than And now when they found out Margarine was the devil, it's, it's gone. It's still around. Really? Yeah, some baking recipes you cannot make without margarine. They specifically call Dead. it margarine. I, I love that we're still making yeah. those recipes. Because oh, yeah. nobody mm-hmm. making recipes now. Because they won't turn out. They won't this turn is, out. This is the mystery of baking to me. Um, all right, fine. I did love that commercial, though. But you know what? I the country, the country crock commercials. Remember no. those Mm-mm. with the hands? Yeah, like it had the hands, oh. and it was like country. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, country crock is fake butter? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> my yeah. mom. But I always wanted country my parents crock. to buy country Shit. crock. I wanted them to because oh, it yeah. tastes well, fucking it does, great. Because my mom used to it's buy those like it, they came in like tan buckets. Do you remember that? Yeah, like, big tubs. And my mom bought yeah. it, and I just I was like, oh, I guess this is what we put on the bread. I had no idea what that what I was eating. I'm so dumb. Yeah, that was margarine. Yeah, but it was delicious. It was so buttery. Oh yeah, my god! Was. And I wanted my mom to buy it so we bad. Used to, we used to put it on English it. muffins. Oh god! Oh, with yeah. all those nooks and crannies. Good. Are you kidding me? So I had no chance. Yes, yeah, I had no chance. I just... Oh boy, was I unhealthy in the eighties? Mm. Mm. That's okay. I remember when we discovered Still frozen burritos. Oh, God. Because we didn't get a microwave frozen until later. Bur- 
Do you remember when those came out? Do you remember when those came out? Like, frozen burritos, like, took the nation by storm. In fact, at 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 my school, they even got microwaves for kids to use so that you could put your frozen burrito in there or your your now thawed burrito from being in oh your bag God. for hours. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. Frozen burritos were just the next. It was a big Do deal. You, I, I don't know that we haven't talked about this, but you and I were talking about it the other day, so I what? feel like we must not have. Do you remember boppers? It's a candy. It was like a... Yeah, it was... Kind of, yeah, but they were like bars, like right? A granola bar almost. They were like bars. They had like a peanut butter center, and then they were like crispies and chocolate chips. I don't remember. I, I, I know the name. No. Yeah, I don't remember them at all. And I even saw a picture of them, and I was like, "No, yeah, those didn't picture. exist." She thinks because I was like, well, I always remember them because they were then uh, in The Lost Boys, the movie The Lost Boys. Uh, you have mentioned Corey you have Kane mentioned these Patrick's because I'm rem- <laughs> yeah because I'm yeah, recognizing okay. the images the the packaging they're yeah. so crazy ugly yeah they're made by Nature Valley yeah. <laughs> they're really good it looks I guess so. honestly the packaging looks like a like a roller skating rink neon situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All glam yeah. and like nighttime. I don't think they're real. I think he they're just remembers real. them from the Lost Boys. <laughs> no. Because they're not featured prominently in the Lost Boys. We just went, hey, look, he has boppers. And it, Did you like, eat these? Remember. You ate them. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, yes. He <laughs> ate them. I'm to get my sister on this podcast. It's yeah. under a link. I'd Bring love to in. know. I'd love to know if she thinks, if she believes If this. she remembers boppers, she remembers boppers. Boppers, get it. Yeah. She does. What if she's like, no, that was just something on the Lost Boys, Tucker? Well, then I'd believe yeah. I was crazy. I'm so, oh, this is crazy, like all these episodes later. Because it was one of our first, like, five or six episodes that you mentioned yeah. these boppers. Yeah. And we're still trying to get, like, camaraderie with the oh. boppers. And I feel so bad because I'm so There's a new... There's a new TikTok trend. I'm sorry a to TikTok say trend? TikTok trend. TikTok trend. TikTok trend. trend. TikTok trend. Where you take a fruit roll-up. Remember yeah, fruit roll-ups? Yes. And you fill them with ice cream and then roll them up and eat them like that. Now, I saw one where they did it with sherbet and one where they did it with... That is a sour combo, sherbet and fruit Mm roll-up. Sherbet and fruit roll-up, It doesn't seem pleasurable to me. The textures don't seem to line up for me, but Francie really wants to try it. It's too much. There's going to be too much teeth action with the cold. A lot of chewing. (laughs) A lot of chewing. Chewing. It's just a bad idea. It's all really bad. Yeah. It's a bad idea. All right. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting because of fruit roll. Listen, I I really appreciated that parquet reference today. That was a really great seventies moment. Mm. Good for us. Parquet. Parquet. All right. So we're right back at the in two hundred one. Right back where we left. left. RF's outside, banging on the door. 
the girls and Leo take the roses to the kitchen, and Jack's going to deal with RF. Mm -hmm. So uh, Ralph comes in, Hurley comes in, and he's all crazy and wild-eyed. Do you know where my roses are? And Has anyone out. seen my roses? Yeah. And, <laughs> and the early impression. <laughs> and he and he's like, someone said that they saw an old man messing around Some out there man. and then coming yeah. up the stairs. Yeah. Did you see him? And he's like, no, I didn't see him. So then he hears Leo in the kitchen. Yeah. And so he goes storming into the kitchen. And Janet and Chrissy are being super nonchalant by the sink. They always do that. They always pose on the sink like that yeah. when they're being nonchalant. Like to the point where it feels like, did they hang him out the window? That's what I thought. That's what, That's I, thought. what I thought. Because it's like they're blocking yeah, they the look window. so weird. And Chrissy's face is like. Yeah. Yeah, but she's got eyes. like that weird, like terrified weird face. Yeah. I don't even know what you call it. What is that expression? Terrified, Terrified weird, weird face. face. And she's, she's got that crazy yeah. smile, non-smile, teeth thing. She got a laugh with that the first time she did it. And she did it again this, this episode. And I think that people who watch the show and even the studio audience were just like, repeat beat, we've seen this. Like, there's... Mm-hmm. I just wish they'd given a little twist on it or something else, you know, where she's like, I don't know, washing dishes in a weird way and Janet drying, and but they're, they're like facing the door. Something, something. But we've done this moment now a couple times on the show. And yeah, I was we've just done like, this sitting in the sink thing. Yeah. Come on. So he goes in there, and of course, he finds no one. He finds no one. <clears throat> but then. But, um, yeah, they're being super suspicious. He's like, what's going on? And he hears something coming from the broom closet. Mm-hmm. And Janet goes over there in front of the broom closet and does this whole thing where he starts coughing in the broom closet. So she starts pretending it's her. It's pretty funny. Oh, yeah, Janet does a good job with that gag. And she gets a lot of laughs. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, you know, Smoking. Audi comes. Puff of smoke. Smoking. Smoking in the broom closet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is so crazy. He's an idiot. I, if, I, if he had just stayed coughing, uh, like just because he has a cough. And started knocking things around in there. It would have it would have motivated, mm-hmm. you know, him falling out of the closet because he could have fallen out with the dustpans and the broom, and the whole th- he could have done the yeah. whole thing, mm-hmm. and they didn't need the smoke at all. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, in that at that at that point, smoking is an obvious. Yeah. You know, he's smoking. Yeah, he smokes. It's obvious. And. Uh, they say it's Jack's uncle and that he's been in, and he'd say, did he, did he take my roses? He says, no, he's been in the closet all morning. <laughs> and he says, why? And Jack says, it runs, runs in, in the, the family. family. <sighs> Which wings. totally freaks out RF because that's gross. 
are absolutely uh, can't yeah. be around those kinds Ew. of people. Ew. Yeah. Mind Not you, them. he's the one growing and, uh, prize <laughs> roses in his garden. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know we were that butch, RF. What is that? Yes, please. Ugh. His little scarves. <laughs> they are. They are. My, my grandma wears that. The furthest. Oh my god, Tucker's grandma totally <laughs> oh, wears so those cute. scarves, like, like the exactly little like chiffon. Does. But they're exactly furly scarves, like they're made I, out of chiffon, and they're like yes, little pink chiffon scarves. Chiffon silk. Those are very cute. What he wears, and I just love that he's so. In a, and with the roses, you, I just love how scared he is of the gay people. I'm like, don't look now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. God, when uh, Tucker's grandma shows up in one of those, we call. Oh, that's so her. cute. What's uh, <laughs> up, so RF? RF. <laughs> okay, uh, so, uh, so Furley leaves, and then uh, you know, the cherry on top is that Jack finds the roses Ooh. in his. What was that? Did they ever say what he had to spend two days making? No, but he was doing, I thought in the beginning when he was making it, he said what it was, but I can't remember. I, I, it didn't stick out to me, so I, I, I guess that. I missed it too. And I have no resource at the kids into a one. so sad. So now it's dinner time. Jack's getting ready for his date, and Leo Leo comes in. He still hasn't found a place, and he that's where that's how they resolve that. Like they were going to help him find a place. Right. Yeah. Well, they they were unsuccessful, and the girls went to the movies. Why didn't he go to? The- so he's back at the apartment and uh ding dong so he sends leo he's like just stay in my room and i'm gonna have this date this hot date with nancy norwood norwood yeah and uh uh, yeah i thought it was uh so innocent that jack wasn't even considering using his own room during his date. Yeah. He's really just, they're just, but they have the whole apartment to themselves. So they can what? <laughs> Make out on the couch? Make out on the couch and yeah. eat a chicken seductively toward each other. Right. Yeah. A demolished holy chicken. It's going to be a hot date. Um, so, yeah, Jack goes, uh, Leo goes to Jack's room. Jack opens the door. Nancy Norwood. Tell us about Nancy. Well, our next Paddockins for this week is played by actress Simone Griffith, born April 4th, 1950, in Savannah, Georgia. Um, so she's a she's a Southern Belle. Oh, Savannah. Um, yeah, she, um, you know, she's actually been on TV for a long, long time. Her last credit was in 2017. Uh so I don't know that she's doing it anymore, but uh, yeah, she's, she's still out there. Um, she gets her start in 1971 in something called Swamp Girl. And she gets on an episode of Marcus Welby, MD, then Starsky and Hutch, the $6 million man, the Incredible Hulk. 
Hawaii Five O, uh, and then she's on Three's Company. Uh, she gets on an episode of The Dukes of Hazard, The Greatest American Hero, which is one of my favorite shows. Chips, Heart to Heart, uh-huh. Magnum P.I. She's on... Well, after that, so... Um, in 19, From 1998 to 2007, she doesn't have a credit. But in 2007, she's on something called Bad Girl Island. Um... And then she's just in a bunch of like, yeah, just just a bunch of shorts, um, short films. So she really wasn't getting any more uh, TV. The last real TV credit that she had was uh, Silk Stockings in 1992. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But again, uh, you know, starting starting all the way back in 1971 and then you know into 2017 you know this is again just someone who's been in our lives uh in one way or another for many many years entertaining us so hats off to simone griffin well she made quite an impression here oh yeah as nora (laughs) (laughs) obviously i didn't say her name she sure did uh great great delivery (laughs) so as jack and nancy are on the couch talking and or what is jack doing he's trying he's gonna pour the wine and so he's over at the table and she's on the couch and uh, Leo comes out of the room and sneaks past this, to the bathroom. This the bit goes on for 17 minutes. Oh, for It goes on too far. long and it's infuriating. Yeah, so he goes and gets water. He goes back to the bedroom. He comes out and again. He comes out again. He goes and he gets more water and he goes back again. And then on the third time, he comes out, and then he's like, how many – and she sees him. He's like, how many glasses of water do you need? And he's like, well, this is my first. He goes, it's hard fighting fire. Ugh. And so his cigarette lit Jack's blanket. blanket on fire. But he got it put out. It's fine. Yeah. So Jack goes running in there to check on things, and then – Nancy Norwood turns into a super a real jerk. Being mean to Leo, being like, you're a nuisance. They don't want you around. Get out. She's, yeah. I mean, even if it's true, it's like not nice, yeah. you know? She's not very nice, guys. That's what I'm saying. No, she's you know not. What? Not nice Nancy Norwood. Guys, Janet and Chrissy were right about Nancy. They were. She thinks she's better than this guy? And Leo's like, oh, yeah, okay. And he takes off. Yeah. He leaves. He's like, forget it then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. And then Jack comes out, and he's like, everything's fine. Where's Where's Leo? And she's like, forget about him. Great. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> And who would you rather have around? Like, it's, she's like putting down, like throwing down the gauntlet. Like, yeah, like it's either it's him a, or it's me. Ultimatum time. Weird. And uh, you can't have us both, either the old man or Nancy Norwood. And 
she's like, I told him that he was a nuisance. And that yeah, he no. needed to move now, on. See, this is, now, this Jack's is a missed like, opportunity. If, in, if we rewind back to that moment where they get – like where Leo and Jack get back into bed. And Jack says that he's really nervous about this girl coming over tomorrow or something to that effect. And Leo gives him some like really good advice, like a real like little wisdom nugget. That would motivate Jack to then want to defend his friend, quote unquote, to this woman. But because Leo's such a doorknob, I think that that. Nancy Norwood is actually correct in saying to Jack, he's nothing but annoying. <laughs> she's not wrong. Yeah. She's, she's not, not wrong. wrong. She's just an asshole. Yeah, so she's Leo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. But it's true. I mean, he's not trying. He needed something to invest in, us in, in Leo. It never, it never happens. Never and happened. that's and that's a break. Still, that's a that's that's a very yeah. bad thing to do. You want to create at least one sympathetic moment for this character so that we we are invested in them. Because so far he's just gum in my hair. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so they uh so he's Jack's like you know what, Nancy? Get out. Woo! Get out. Get the, Woo! Out. the crowd. Everybody goes nuts. Woo, they love the it. Crowd the is crowd like, is like, Jack is such a good boy. What a good man. He is standing up for that old <laughs> asshole. Grifter. <laughs> Look at how... Oh, Charlatan. What a great I young man he can't. is. Right? So then we dissolve to later, and the girls are in the apartment, and they are worried. They're so worried. Mm. So Jack enters. He's been looking for Leo. Yeah. And uh, he can't find him. Can't find him. So Chrissy goes to the phone, and she calls missing persons. Whatever that is. Yeah. It's... <clears throat> Who are, it's the number everybody has for when yeah, you're like, oh shit, someone's missing. Call just, missing by the way, play months. this moment out. Yeah. If the if missing the cops person. were actually like, well, how do you know this man? And they said, oh, he was a homeless guy who yeah. wandered into an apartment, our apartment yesterday, and, and we fell in love with him, and now yeah. that he's gone, I would have been just like, ma'am, call us when you're having a problem. Yeah, be like, yeah, this he's is not, He's not missing. He left. He left. He's, he was. He wasn't there before, and now yeah. he's not there again. <laughs> again. Uh, yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, status quo. Everything's fine. Okay, okay. So as she's trying to explain what Leo looks like to the the missing persons, uh, lo and behold. Leo comes walking in the open door. They always leave their door <laughs> wide open for anybody to come waltzing in so that shit like this can happen. And so Leo comes in. She starts describing him while looking at him, that old bit. And then she's like, she finally realizes that he's there. And she says, boy, you guys are fast. The crowd loves Things it, up. by the way. Crowd goes wild. Crowd, crowd goes Crazy. Uh, 
And he says, you know, I, they're like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm great. I've just came back to get my bag. And he's got this new swinging pad. Yeah, I got a new, a new place. With two old buddies. Two old buddies of his. And he's like, you want to meet them? Sure. And he brings in Lily and Alice. Oh, for heaven's sake. Yeah. So he's setting himself up a three's company type it's situation. Actually, yeah. I'm it's actually kind of a cute stuff. moment. Yeah. But they could have set yeah. it up mm -hmm. a little better. They look each other exactly. up and down. Exactly. It's kind of cute. Yeah. Well, tell us about Lily and Lily Alice. Lily and Alice are played by uh, Jean Bates. And Josephine Livingston. Now, Josephine Livingston only has one credit. And that is this little part on Three's Company. Um, so I'm going to say that she was somebody's like family member <laughs> who got to be on the show. Yeah, I just, saw, I just saw in the trivia that that was her only acting. But Jean Bates, thing. born in 1918 and passed away in 2007 at the age of 89 has a much longer acting career. Um, she actually, in 2001, was mm -hmm. in Mulholland Drive and also has a part in 1977's Eraserhead. She was also uh, in a little bit part mm -hmm. in Die Hard 2. But uh, she's got a 153 credits. Most recent, her most recent credit was in 2002. She was on that 70s show, uh, which is pretty darn impressive. But... Um, she gets her start all the way back in, oh, my stars, oh, my stars, in 1943 um, on something called The Chance of a Lifetime, where she plays a character named Mary Watson. And she's, like, from the early, so from 1943 into the, into the 50s, she's just doing, like, a bunch of uh, TV parts. And then um, she gets on... Uh, in let me see. Hold on a second. I'm looking for something that anybody might know. Uh, in 1955, she, 55, she's in two episodes of Gunsmoke. Uh, then she's on the Lone Ranger in 1956. Uh, she's on an episode of Lassie. Uh, Peter Gunn. Uh, she goes on to be on the Donna Reed show, which is pretty big. And she was in an episode of The Twilight Zone. Which in 1961, and that's to me, that's such a such a cool thing to be a part of. Hawaii Five O, Streets of San Francisco, The Mod Squad, The Rockford Files, Days of Our Lives, Charlie's Angels, Quincy M E, Three's Company, Dallas, which is a favorite of you guys. Uh, she's on the Commish, Sister yeah. Sister, and then um, Mulholland Drive, and then finally that 70s show in 2002. She's so she did. She time. had a really long, oh. long career, and just again, another one of those actors who's has who has been with us in our living rooms for decades and decades. I know, I know who she is in Mulholland Drive, and I know who she is in. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> Once I looked at her, like older, I was like, "Oh, that's great. Exactly that's a very, that's a very Tucker. That only you, only you could do that, Tucker. I have a lot of respect for that." <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's that's the end of that and then yeah. there's the tag scene uh the kids are on the couch and they're like yeah 
what are we going to be like in 50 years? Hmm. And then, uh, you know, they say some things and then they're like, we're not going to be living together in 50 years. And he's like, we're not. Well, we better make the most of it. And he starts like trying to warbird on them. But then they start going to town on him. Yeah, they don't. And they're like going to do it. They're going to do it with him. And he chickens out and runs to his room. Slams the door in their face. First of all, that got cut out of Pluto, the whole tag scene. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It ends with the two it ends oh, with the no. two uh threesomes looking at each other. Well that's, that's a better end. that's a better end. Any hooters. Yeah. Well, um anyway, I thought yeah, I thought that, you know having this this Patikins this week was why they, they probably wrote this episode, but it was just Unfortunately, not that mm-hmm. well executed. Uh, if I'm giving script notes and I'm improving it with mm-hmm. minor tweaks, that means that they literally spent as little time as they could on it, which is so sad because why would you do that? They spent more cocaine than they yes. spent time. Yes. I'm going to yeah. give this one just about uh, 2.89 Dominomini booze. Meh. Meh. I'm going to give it two Mm. and a quarter stars. Generous. I feel. Out of four. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to give it a... uh, If I tuned in to to Three's Company on a random day and I landed on this episode... I would not I'd agree. Agree. I'd be like, eh. I'd be like, shoot, I wish it was that other one. Right. Uh, I'm gonna say two points. Wow, very generous. Very generous. Two three quarters <laughs> dominomine booze. <clears throat> All right. Now, if we're done yes. with old business. All right, guys, Uh-oh. this is a good one. Hold on. Here we go. Looking Got your balls in the right place there. Oh, this is a good one. As soon as Tucker and I heard this one, we knew exactly what it was. Oh, we were super excited. Come on. Yeah. So this one is called A Camping Wheel. Oh, I don't know this episode, but I'm very excited. It sounds like we might go out of the apartment. Or... We spend the entire time in the apartment Ooh. getting ready for this camping trip that never happens. <laughs> and I'm going to say it's like a, a comedy of errors trying to get everything packed that they need to get packed and and borrowing things from Mr. Furley. And, and, and Lana, you know, wants to give them the thing that they need, like this lantern, but only if Jack would come up and make sure there's a little fire in it, if you know what I mean. A rah, rah, rah. Sure, sure. That's my prediction. All right. Okay. okay. Wait. Um, interesting. IMDb has ratings, you know, of course, for things. And for the episode we were just watching, they had a, a smoking, smoking warning. Oh, fascinating. For that one. Mild, mild smoking warning. Interesting. Well, 
okay, who are we gonna who are we gonna toast? Well, I just before we, we before we move on to the toast, I did um, want to say that um, one of our faithful listeners, David Michael, wrote in this week, and um, oh. I only want to mention it because this is this is an episode that did not have Lana in it, and I feel like we didn't miss a beat. And uh, David Michael wrote in and he said that a little bit of trivia yeah. here with Lana. Uh, the episode of Black Letter Days is her final episode. That hasn't come yet. But Anne Wedgworth, the actress, evidently yeah. knew her character wasn't really going anywhere, and she asked to be let go. She leaves in episode 13 rather abruptly and is never spoken of again. Um, yeah, it's kind of sad, but uh, already kind of the writing's on the wall because <laughs> she wasn't even here this episode, and nobody even mentioned her. Yeah, there was yeah, no need for sad, her. But all right, yeah. now we're ready to toast. Just wanted to say yeah. thank you to, for writing in uh, and letting us. Okay, all right. okay. Thanks, David, yeah, Michael. Thank you. Okay, I have my drink. I think what margarine. Coffee, coffee. Face.